On today's show, we have a retirement preparedness checklist outlining what to do and when to do it. So if you're within that financial red zone and preparing to retire, stay tuned. Uncover retirement concepts you need to know. Welcome in to Your Powerful Legacy Radio with Christina Ping. Christina Ping Kemperling is CEO of Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. This is your Powerful Legacy Radio. Consumer advocate Dave Perkins here with the author of the book, The Retirement Train. That's something you get a copy of when you meet with Christina. That's a great take-home guide. Call it a companion guy. It's actually a great read, Christina, because you, even though retirement's in the name, it really has some great stories and tips for all through your financial life. It does. And, you know, everything leads to retirement when you think about it. All roads <laughs> so do. I really love retirement yeah. trains. So let's jump on that track and well, take that journey. It's good that you said that because we are going to get on the track. We're going to look at some things that you need to be considering as you get closer to retirement. And we're really looking at the financial red zone years here. So let's start, Christina, with seven to 10 years out. What should you be getting in order then? What should you be doing and considering in that period? So I think that there's a little bit of a checklist that you start off. Yes, seven to 10 years may sound like it's really far away. But Not anymore. But I to stop and think about just a few things. Oh, I was just having the conversation not too terribly long ago with a client of mine and his son just got married and my 25 year old just got married not too terribly long ago. And I make the comment all the time that the days are long, but the years are short. That's true. And (laughs) you know, I've got friends that are (laughs) enjoying grandbabies and they're trying to give this advice to their own children and say, you know, these days are really long and, and it feels that way, you know, when your baby is puking all over you and, you know, you haven't changed your shirt in three days and you feel like a Jersey cow for about two years trying to nurse them. And I mean, everything's just so hard and it feels like those days are forever. Uh-huh. And then it feels like diapers are forever because they're so expensive and daycare. But then don't blink and they're 25 years That's old and right. married. Oh, my gosh. It goes so fast. It's so true. Which goes to, I mean, to really proves the point then seven to ten years out is not that far from retirement. Time flies. And you really should be looking at some things. I know you can make catch-up uh, contributions then. That's a good you thing. You can make some catch-up contributions. And the Secure 2.0 Act did have some major changes. And talking about how those years are so short, I want you to think back, you know, seven to ten years ago, that was 2000, right? No, that was 23 years ago. It feels right. like it was just yesterday. So when you're thinking forward, I know a lot of people are coming in and telling me they are worried about taxes. They're worried about inflation. Check in with your professional on all of those items. Talk about your taxes. Talk to your professional about your specific needs and have them coach you along if you will. So all of these things that we're talking about, catching up and going over your taxes, maybe starting to have that conversation about insurance. For those of you that are going to retire a little earlier, maybe in your late 50s or early 60s, you've got to bridge that gap over to the Medicare age. So a lot of things to talk about right there. Yeah. Well, let's look at five to seven years out then a little deeper into that, because let's say you're 60. I've just had to put an age on it. Is that when you should start looking at building in that that retirement uh, paycheck, that financial fill up, and also pairing that with what uh, an estimate on what your expenses will be? 
I think that having an estimate on the expenses is going to be a lot more realistic about five to seven years out because you'll start to be able to really see you've probably paid off your debt and you can review what are those paychecks going to need to be to take care of all of your needs. And then what are those wants on the other side? And you want to make sure that you have allotted enough for all of those expenses and know exactly what it's going to take to turn off your paycheck and then to turn on your retirement financial fill up, fill up that tank every single month, make sure that you have enough money. And we want to make sure during this period of time that you are maxing those contributions. This is the ultimate time to save. This is the end of the road right here, getting ready to turn off those paychecks, time to maximize those contributions. And then also sit down and revise this strategy. Make sure it's going to work out. I'm actually going to throw a little bit of a hook in here. I want you to maybe practice some retirement about five to seven years out. Maybe take a vacation a little bit longer, a couple of weeks, and see if you know, you're going to be able to live the way that you need to live in retirement. Start just doing a little bit of practice here and there. Practice on um, what lifestyle you'll have. Should you also do take the old retirement budget out for a test drive too? Just just try it out uh, because you're still yeah. getting that paycheck. All of the above, yes. And you want to try and live on less. I mean, we give that general rule if you can live on about 70 to 80% of what your income is and you've saved enough to have 70 to 80%, you're going to be just fine. So maybe start practicing about five to seven years out. That's getting close. It is close. In five to seven years, is that when you really need to get serious about adjusting your risk? You need to be completely serious because you may not have time to recover, especially right now with everything going on in the economy and this political storm, everything else going on. People are telling me they're so worried about the volatility of the market. When I am out in the community doing seminars, and I do ask a couple of questions, obviously, to the group as we're going along, and I'll ask the question, who thinks that the market is rebounding and we're on an uptick? Mm, no one raises their hands. wouldn't think so. So I, I flip mean, the question and say, who thinks that we haven't hit rock bottom yet? Everyone raises their hand. This is what everyone thinks. I don't know if it's the fear or pessimism, what it is. I, I know yeah. that everybody's worried about the market. Well, just because every time you turn any news on, whether it's financial news or the regular news, it's bad news. So maybe that does ramp up our, the um the pessimism a little bit or amp it up some we're looking at what and actually this is perfectly in line with what christina is all about and the theme of her strategies in the on-track retirement system we're on that track and we're in the short rows to retirement we're getting ready to get there and things that we need to be doing as we get closer that's a great time to start uh, really getting in retirement mode and that's what christina is all about and can talk to you about 844-823-6387 is how you schedule with Christina a call or text keyword powerful to 844-823-6387. We really are in the short rows here now, Christina, three to five years out. What should we be doing at that point? So this age is going to be different for everyone. When you're three to five years away from retirement, you're probably in your 60s. That's the way this is going to work for mm -hmm. most folks. This is the time to talk about when is it best to file for your Social Security. If you folks out there need to know what is that timing for your Social Security, if you're three to five or even five to seven years away from retirement, let's sit down and talk about this. If you're married, talk to your spouse. Maybe it's best that you hold off the larger Social Security check until 70 to maximize it for your spouse's survivor benefit. Also, we're going to talk about Medicare. When is the best time to enroll in Medicare? What's going to take place as far as your health insurance? I want to give you a small example. I've got some folks that came in 
They wanted to work until 68 years old. They're mm. the same age, married couple, same age. And they're both working at the moment and they're in their 66th year of age. So getting ready to turn 67, okay. not quite to full retirement age yet. And they both bypassed Medicare because they have health insurance at work. As long as you are not collecting your social security yet, you do not have to turn on that Medicare at 65 okay. if you do have your own health insurance. But if you do turn on social security, you've got to take your Medicare. So there's a balance there. You've got to make sure you get that right or there could be penalties. Yeah, and those penalties don't go away if you're late on anything with Medicare. They do not. And a lot of people don't understand that your supplement, your your B and your D, those are going to be based on two years prior of income. So here for 2023, they're actually looking at your 2021 income. It's going to be odd, odd, even, even. So next year, they're going to look at your 2022 income for your 2024 Medicare. That's the way that's going to work. So we want to have those conversations. And it's also on ssa.gov about your Medicare supplement premium, your Part B and Part D, and how much that's going to cost. So you've got some income brackets there. And there is a little bit more that you'll have to pay if you're still earning too much income. Everything can affect your Social Security. So if you are still working at that age, then, and there, it could be your highest earning years, they're at first looking back on those last two years for your premium amount. So, But as you retire, if that goes down some, so your premium could go down? Is that the way that works? Yes, it could go down because they're looking at those higher years. So let's say that you wait until you're 70 to retire, but let's say that you have to calculate in the last couple years of income to be able to get those retirement benefit amounts, well, guess what? You may be paying more for those benefits. And they will go down eventually when you don't have that extra income anymore. Okay. I mean, you're really, at this point, three to five years out, uh, you're you're probably crossing the days off on the calendar, quite possibly. I mean, you're getting really, <laughs> really close. Um, do you have people who wait for that period, generally, to start getting shifting into retirement mode? Or are you seeing people starting earlier now? I'm seeing a little bit of everything, Dave. I had a gentleman that called into the radio show this last week. He just came into the office day before yesterday, and he's in his 40s. And then I've got a lady who had listened to the radio show and the TV show both, and she called me on Thursday and said, I'm retiring tomorrow. It's my last day. So okay. I see people that are way ahead of the game or right before they retire. I've even got some folks that are already retired, and they've been listening to the show, and they're going, I don't even have an income strategy right. at all. Right. I don't know what my income is. I can't even get a second opinion. I was just going to pull X percent amount of my account. That's not going to work for me. Yeah, that's a really good point because I'm sure you do have that a lot. People going, wait a minute, I don't have that in place. And it was if nothing you do not wrong have with those things. In, yeah. I'm sorry, if you don't yeah. have those things in place, Dave, like we talk about, yeah. you've got to get them in order. Right, right. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with coming to you. Especially when it's at no cost, no obligation to get that second opinion. I mean, uh, I know people are really loyal, but this is too serious. This is retirement we're talking about. Could be decades of retirement. You just want to make sure that you've you, you've done it right. Uh, and so here's that chance to find out. Christina opens her schedule and slots in it every week on this show to make available this comprehensive review at no cost, no obligation. That's right, folks. And you can also drop the word powerful in a text, 844-823-6387. And what we're going to do is get you scheduled. You're going to come in for a complimentary consultation. Our staff will get back with you the next business day and drop you an email confirming your appointment day and time. 
and giving you a list of documents that we recommend that you bring to make the most of our time together to get you that information you need to know. Are you on track? Yes or no. You are not going to be sold when you come in. We're not going to offer you business. That's not what we're going to do. We want to make sure and give you that information and you'll go about your merry way. If there are some things that need to be corrected, we'll help get those things in motion for you. I've got some folks that came in for a second opinion not too long ago and they had everything in order except they did not have a will. So Mm. I was able to push them over to an attorney. They were going to get that taken care of and they're good to go. They were happy with everything. Then I've got some folks who his own brother, the gentleman's own brother was taking care of his finances. He's an advisor and only does one thing. He has nothing to do with social security, nothing to do with Medicare, nothing to do with wills, nothing to do with taxes, just manages the account and said, pull out about four or 5% a year. You should be fine. Wow. That's it. Okay. So he yeah. knew he was missing a lot. Well, I mean, you've had people tell you that. I mean, if you're listening, someone could have told you that. If, again, a second opinion opportunity. It is also, or great, just an initial start here, 844-823-6387. Call or text POWERFUL, 844-823-6387. Just the word POWERFUL if you text that same number, 844-823-6387. Is your retirement in jeopardy? Well, a senator on the Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions Committee is speaking up about the troubling number of retirees being forced to return to the workforce. We'll take a look at those numbers and hear his comments coming up. We're back with your powerful legacy radio and Christina Ping Kepperling, who you can also catch on ABC 36 twice Saturdays at 10 a.m. and 7 p.m. Christina is CEO of Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. This is something you don't want to hear someone tell you, Christina. Uh, I feel like I maybe need to get back into the workforce. Nobody wants to feel that way once they launch retirement, but 43% of retirees are considering just that, and many are citing inflation as one of the concerns or rising interest rates from the Federal Reserve. Uh, In fact, we mentioned Senator Mike Braun of Indiana as part of the Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions Committee. He joined Maria Bartiromo on Fox Business recently to discuss this very issue. Yes, retirement is now in jeopardy. Not only that, look at ESG, where they're trying to direct you into something other than the best return. Yeah, It's bringing people back into the workforce because they're uncertain now what the future looks like. Are you hearing that uncertainty, Christina? What are your thoughts on what he said? I think that he's absolutely right on. I'm hearing that across the board. And when we're talking about the ESG, this is your environmental, social, and governance, okay? When we're talking about this, people are worried on every level. They're worried about taxes, volatility of the market. They're worried about all the politics, worried about your health care, worried about Social Security. I've heard more people comment that they are worried that they won't have Social Security than I think I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a really big deal. And I think that as... We're sitting down having the conversation about what we need to do for your personal retirement. It alleviates a lot of that stress because we're talking about you and your situation. And once you have that diagnosis, you know, are you going to be on track? Yes or no. And we're able to show you that, yes, everything's going to be just fine. A lot of people don't feel that same stress. You're probably feeling that stress out there just because of the unknown. So let's give you some type of a protection, if you will, an umbrella over top of all of your retirement strategy to make sure that it's going to weather this storm. Well, you know, when I hear about people thinking 
you know, it's one thing to be bored and go back because you're bored or you want something to do, but it's another thing to feel like you have to go back. I, I can't help but think, Christina, maybe that they, we talked about people who don't really have all the strategies put together. Do they not have that income built in that can factor in inflation? Because why else would inflation make you feel like you needed to go back to work? I think a lot of people do not have that as part of their strategy. I actually see that a lot of people do not have inflation factored in. And they'll say, okay, when I retire, I just need, let's just give you a round number. I need $5,000 a month. Mm -hmm. Well, that $5,000 a month in about 15 years is going to need to be somewhere around $10,000 a month to cover inflation, not just inflation of the cost of goods, but your taxes, your insurance, everything else is going up as well. You've got to be able to cover that inflation. Your medical costs, your medical costs are going to be more in the last one third of your life than in your entire life combined. Right. So we and want to make sure that we're rising. planning for that. Yeah. I mean, not yeah. only are you paying more because you're getting older, but the cost is going up constantly on that. Absolutely. And I'm, I think I'm probably a little bit more concerned about healthcare than I've ever been as well, because Healthcare is just not the same. You know, Dave, our kids are close to the same age. Back when my children were born, I know it was a $100 deductible to the hospital and yeah. a $10 copay yeah. to the doctor. Right. That's nothing. Now you've got these high deductible insurance. I mean, my family plan, we are almost $40,000 out of pocket every year between the premium, all of the deductibles and the wow. copays. It's a lot of money. It's, it is so sad because- it's sad and many other- things <laughs> I guess yes, but I won't uh it yeah absolutely it absolutely chokes me that premium yeah. constantly chokes me because I think when I was with the corporate environment I know our insurance kept going up but they covered almost half of it and you know it just it was so much less and we didn't have those high deductibles insurance has changed over and over I mean it's not an affordable care act for people who have to pay for it no, I mean, or it can be affordable, but you're going to have a high deductible. It's it's it is scary, and at least though you do have Medicare. But as we've talked about before, Medicare doesn't cover everything, and Medicare is not free. It is not free, and it does not cover everything. Dave, you just hit that nail right on the head. Yeah, it's um, well, part A is free, but what good does that do you, right? That's the only part that's free, right? You need those other letters in the alphabet. Not really. <laughs> it's not really either. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's, I tell you, it's a lot of moving parts to retirement, which is why we're covering this. Uh, why some people, especially given the challenges we face in the economy, are actually thinking, do I need to go back to work? Uh, before we get, we've got another one from Senator Braun. Let me mention how to get in touch with Christina. Getting those strategies together and seeing them and seeing, and, and Christina, if you respond to visual stimuli, she'll go to the whiteboard for you. 844-823-6387 to schedule. You can call or text keyword powerful, 844-823-6387. Senator Braun had some other thoughts from Maria about the future of retirement and what folks need to uh, brace for. The Medicare trust fund goes broke in four years. Yeah, exactly. Social Security, discretionary spending, domestic and defense. Yeah, it's a sad picture. Yeah, generation. Well, he got a little bit in there with her cutting in on them a lot uh but but that's the thing medicare uh, social security number one you said people are more concerned about that because we're hearing about the year 2033 is that going to have more effect on generations uh or earlier generations or generations that came later i should say like uh, gen z or even millennials do you think so 
I really can't say that I know exactly what's going to take place. I'm hearing so many different things. And (laughs) I know that we've had this conversation about the debt on a regular basis. And what does the debt have to do with Social Security? Because the OASDI, Old Age Survivors Insurance and Disability Trust Fund, is the one who holds those premiums that we're paying in or, you know, taxes, if you will, are taxes for social security. What does that have to do with the debt? And a lot of people don't understand why, you know, things would continue where they weren't paid into, or as something that we do pay into is going to be cut off. What is the answer to that? Well, I'm I'm actually going to tell you something that's a little bit scary. I tasked some of my staff because we're constantly trying to look for further information about social security. And I tasked them to look up what is social security going to look like for the younger generation? Because, you know, as most of you know, my sons are both licensed associates in the firm and I've got some younger staff as well. That's only in their twenties and thirties. So I asked all of them to do a little bit of research and tell me where they think social security is going to be when it's their time for social security. Uh There's not a whole lot of information out there. There's a lot of speculation. Right, speculation. There's not a whole lot of information out there. Right. So all it did was make them feel concerned and uneasy because they're like, why are we paying into this if we don't even know it's going to be here? I don't blame them. What are we going to do there? Yeah. And what is that going to look like? So I do know they're going to have to make some changes to the program. If you take a look back at the history of Social Security back in 1935, when President Roosevelt put this into action, This was a voluntary contribution basis, and only if you contributed could you receive. Well, that's a big mouthful right there because it's nowhere near what that is now. And for a lot of folks out there, they also thought that Social Security was overfunded and there was more than enough. Well, it was more workers. There were a lot more workers. Yes, that's exactly how that went. And Social Security is actually a pooled investment. It mimics a lot like an annuity, like a pension Mm -hmm. plan. Yeah. That's exactly what that's like, except it's run by the government. So make no mistake, you know, actual annuities by insurance companies do not run this exact way. They don't put the funds everywhere else. But only (laughs) if you contributed to it could you receive. That's the way it's supposed to be. They don't put their hands in it. (laughs) In other words, They do not put their hands (laughs) in it for real. And they will have to adjust those mortality tables. You know, back in 1935, Social Security recipient age for full retirement age was 65 years old. They've only adjusted that once. It's 66 to 67. Isn't that amazing? The year that you were born, people are living longer than they ever have. So they've really got to make some adjustments on that. So for the younger folks, and as they were doing their research, it looks like there's a possibility if you're born after 1960, they could adjust that social security FRA age maybe to 67 and a half. I think they'll do it like that, like they did before, right? Don't you think? Yes, and then just looking year by year, they would increase that maybe by a month or something like that. So then by the time you hit 70, um, hit that full retirement age, for those born in 1970, it would run somewhere around 68 and a half and so on and so forth. So How long are generations going to have to work in the future? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I mean, it could be for someone 20 now, it could be 75 by the time they're, you don't know. Well, people are living longer. And right now, the average age of a parent is 27 years old of a new parent in the United States. Just 25 years ago, that was 
about six or seven years less. Right. So people right. are waiting longer to have children. They're extending their education and waiting longer to start their careers. People are living longer. They're definitely planning to delay their retirement later. I do have a couple of people that have told me, I'll never get a retire. That's not something that's in the future. They don't think that that's real in the future. Yeah. They said they just can't save enough well, money because yeah. it costs too much to live. And they said that they don't think Social Security will be there. So I'm hearing that side of the coin as well. Well, it, it just really speaks loudly to the need to talk to someone like Christina and build in that stream of income in your retirement. No kidding, because Social Security never, even back in 1935 with FDR, it was never in, intended to be your sole source of retirement income. So talk about what, what does yours look like? A chance to find out. A little bit of your time is all we're talking about. Limited opportunities based on how many openings in Christina's schedule every week at no cost, no obligation. That's right, folks. And as we are talking about Social Security, when you come in for your no cost obligation, I do want to let you know that we will run you a Social Security report. If you have not yet filed for Social Security, we have a specific software just for that. The only thing we'll need to know is what is your FRA, full retirement age benefit, so 66 to 67, depending on the year you were born, and what is your age today? Those are the only two things I need to know. I don't need your personal information, and we can get that Social Security report run for you. I do want to extend a little bit of an extra offer at this moment. We've never done this on the radio show. But for those of you out there that are worried about Social Security, if you do not have time to call in and come and see us, we do understand. You're very busy. It's summer vacation time. Please give us a call and let us know. I only need a Social Security report. We will run that. I will personally call you on the phone and talk about this report. We can set up an appointment for 10 minutes on the phone, and I'll send you that report on email, and we'll go over that report just to make sure you get that one piece right. If that's not truly free, I don't know what is. I don't even need to know your name if you don't want to tell it to me. Let's see what we can do to at least get you this information. I want to make sure that you feel confident about your Social Security timing. What it is about having confidence in your overall retirement strategies, 844-823-6387 to schedule. This is no cost, no obligation. It's a set number. Christina opens every week on her show. So definitely call in and claim this, 844-823-6387, a comprehensive review. If you prefer texting, just text keyword POWERFUL, 844-823-6387. Good news, some expenses may go down after retirement. Bad news, some may go up. We'll break down the list when we come right back. Your powerful legacy radio and the conversation continues with the author of the book, The Retirement Train. A great read. You got a copy when you sit down and talk about you. How often do you get to come talk about you? And that's what Christina wants you to do if you schedule and come in uh, for a comprehensive review at no cost, no obligation. Christina is CEO of Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. You know, every week on this show, uh, we're all reminded of how many different components there are and how many things to consider in that phase of your life, retirement. And we're actually going to look at expenses and how some could go up and some could go down. If we start out with when you hit the age, now this doesn't hit till the age of 73 as it stands now, but required minimum distributions, those pesky RMDs, I guess the expense that goes up with that, Christina, is taxes, right? If you have it from out of a um, uh, you know, tax-deferred savings vehicle. 
That is absolutely right, Dave. We want to call these your qualified accounts. The best way to remember this is they are pre-taxed money. They are qualified to pay taxes in the future. Yay. Yay. So with your required minimum distributions, so things such as your traditional IRAs, 401ks, whatnot that you are contributing to, just remember that at 73, you must pull that required Minimum distribution, it starts off at 3.91%. It increases year after year from then on. We actually have an RMD calculator. It's an easy one page that I can give you. Absolutely love it just to make sure that you stay on track. Now, folks, by 2033, so 10 years from now, the RMD age increases to 75 years old. So that's getting ready to have a change not too terribly long. So again, just like in the first segment, we were talking about seven to 10 years out. Well, if you're 10 years out, you need to be adjusting your required minimum distributions accordingly to age 75. So we want to make sure and get that right. If you don't take your RMD, there is an excise tax of 25%. It was 50, right? And, and yes, I know it's Kirok 2.0. And the good news is, though, um, the uh, percentage of that you take out goes up until you reach 115. So after that, it's easy street, right? <laughs> after 100... <laughs> That's just a that's just cruel. That's not right at all. Okay, so the government giveth and the government taketh away. Medicare premiums come out of your Social Security, right? Yes. Most retirees are relieved to find out that Social Security can receive an inflation adjustment. But guess what? Rising Medicare Part B premiums may wind up chewing through most of that. And I do understand that a lot of you think that Medicare is not that big of a deal. Folks, I do have a Medicare supplement specialist. Her name is Jessica Durfee. She's actually coming on our show here very soon. We'll have her in to chat about some Medicare, Medicare supplement. This is a big deal. Just like Social Security, if you don't get this right, it could end up costing you a lot of money in the future. Yeah, I remember it was two years ago with the Social Security COLA now, it was actually really high last year, right? But two years ago, yeah. it matched the premium increase for Medicare. So it was a wash. No, it was actually worse. So it was this worse. year, for 2023, okay. we got an 8.7 cost of living adjustment. This past In year, yeah. 2022, it was 5.9, but Medicare premiums went up 14.5%. What? That just oh. Away. oh, yeah, that is worse. Bad. Okay. It was awful. Oh, man. See, there you go. Well, I mean, you have to consider that an expense. I'm waiting for where they go down. Let's see here. Um, all right, let's look at <laughs> that. Not real. <laughs> <laughs> let's look at this. Maybe this is not an expense, but it's a loss of money, and that is any volatility, or in other words, maybe any risk that you have. When we're talking about the timing of the market, I do want to do a little bit of a temperature check here, folks. And this is inside the three financial phases are inside the fifth chapter of the book, The Retirement Train. And I do actually have this graphic available in color so we can talk about that financial red zone and where are you at. So right this moment, everyone sitting here today listening to the show, thank you so much for being loyal listeners. We appreciate you. If this is your first time on the show, you haven't heard this yet. So let's let's do a little bit of a temperature check. If you have $100,000 sitting in your retirement account today, are you comfortable losing $50,000, 50%? What about 40%? So 40,000. Are you comfortable losing 30, 20, 10? If you are saying 10% or less, a lot of you are thinking, I don't want to lose anything right now because I don't know if I'll recover. Welcome to the financial red zone. 
that's exactly where you are right now. You may still be contributing to your retirement account, but it's time to conserve, to really have an assessment of that risk. A really good friend of mine, Coach uh-huh. Pete Deruda, mm-hmm. I love the way he describes this. He says to minus your age from 100. So if you're 50 years old, 50 is obviously that number, up to 50% could be in risky retirement. The rest needs to be conservative. And that we does seem sure to work, doesn't it? In check. The old rule it of does. 100. It's a really good gauge. You it's know, we've got all these point. little rules of thumb. Rule of 100 is one of them. And I like it. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. But have that conversation with your professional. What is your risk tolerance? If you can't tolerate more than 10, 15, 20%, you're in the financial red zone. You need to be having a serious conversation about your risk, keeping it mitigated to where you won't run out of money. Because what if you lose so much you cannot recover? What if we hit another great recession 14 years below the line? Well, if you're retiring in three to five years, you won't retire how and when you want to. Right. We're, what, 15 years older than we're, what our age at 2008, 2009. Is that about right? 15 years? That's right. Okay, so less recovery time. We're looking at expenses in retirement and how some will go up and some would go down. We're going to get to that here in a second. Some that can go down. Uh, 844-823-6387. Part of that comprehensive review with Christina is not only looking at the strategies that can build in income based on the assets you bring to this meeting with her, but also anticipating your expenses. So to schedule, you can call or text keyword powerful 844-823-6387. Well, let's go ahead and get this monster out of the way, because this is one that won't go down. I mean, health-related costs, that's going to go up. Yes, you should absolutely have it in your mind. Just get used to this, that health insurance and health care costs are going to increase as you age. This is just a reality. So let's make sure and make it part of your actual strategy. And for those of you that are head of the family, 55 or older, the U.S. Bureau of labor statistics is saying that sometimes your household expenses can go down, but medical expenses, healthcare costs will increase. And I'll give you a couple of examples of how those expenses go down for those 55 and older. A lot of times the mortgage gets paid for. You've been paying on that mortgage, stayed in your home for some time. So that will be eliminated. Probably do not have automobile payments. And then also your adult children are self-sufficient. You get them off the payroll. So you're not worrying about that. There you go. If you're in your 50s and you have adult children and you are still enabling them, because that's what's going on, unless there's some disability involved, if you're enabling them by continuing to pay for their expenses and they're not self-sufficient, that's a conversation you're going to have to have with your children and say, hey, I'm getting close to retirement. I've got to be maximizing my savings right now. So I, I don't have to move in with you later, right? I mean, exactly. you got to <laughs> look out for exactly. yourself first. Uh, all right. Well, that goes. There you go. So some some can go down. Maybe even the cost of fuel. It just depends on how much you want to travel in your retirement. Just how flexible do you need to be, though, throughout? Uh, I know. In other words, I know you don't set up uh, a budget and uh, an income stream and say, all right, that's it. I have a nice life. I mean, you do have to be flexible and it, it needs to be adjusted from time to time. You do have to be flexible. The number one thing that I see that you need to be flexible about, again, is your health care costs. I've got a gentleman that I retired him and his wife last summer. Within a month of retiring them, his wife became very, very sick. We ended up pulling out almost $100,000 extra just last year. 
Good thing we did not do his Roth conversions until the end of the year because it would have knocked him into another bracket if we would have done the Roth conversions right after he retired. So having that conversation about the timing of when you do those things, very, very important. I do have a funny joke I would love to tell. I've got a client that came in and we were going over their expenses. They've been retired for about six, seven months now. So just a little bit of a review. I will see you more often if you become a client in the beginning. Then once you get on a little bit of cruise control, about every six months, Mm -hmm. at least once a year in person. But this client came in, was talking about their expenses, and he made a comment to me. He said, well, laundry soap is really expensive, but my expenses went down for laundry soap because I just wear the same clothes for three or four days at a time. (laughs) And why not? Why not? You know, it made I me. That was so funny. I may have told you this before, but we're talking about how expenses go down. It made me think of a friend of my mother's who, once she hit like the late fifties, I think, and it was a became a joke. Every car she got, she would say, "This one's going to see me on out." But of course, <laughs> usually they didn't see her on out. That's yeah, depressing to think last. about that, huh? Right. Yes, my grandmother made that comment about her cell phone. This was going to see me on out. It was not good. I mean, her phone was on its last leg. It wouldn't even hardly take a call, let alone anything else. And she just didn't want to change her phone. Right. And I get it. So we did have to upgrade her phone this last year. And my uncle's got the really rough task of that one and got it all figured out and got her numbers moved over and stuff. So they did a great job with her, but she didn't like change. Most people don't like, I don't like change. I don't either. Really. I, yeah. I've drove the same brand of car for a while because the technology is in the same place generally. Well, that and if it lasts, I keep going back. <laughs> if it's one of those long-lasting vehicles. Well, here we yeah. go. Let's get it going on. Uh, get the strategies together. Find out what your retirement can look like. And getting those strategies together certainly can help build that confidence as you approach retirement. Another opportunity to schedule with Christina at no cost, no obligation. So, folks, I do have a lot of you out there that are talking about your mental and emotional health right now. And I do want to tell you that I understand you're feeling a lot of angst concerning retirement. You're worried, am I going to be on track? That's the reason why we make this offer week in and week out is because we want to offer you that time to know, are you on track? Yes or no. The number to call 844-823-6387, or you can drop the word powerful in a text. All that's going to do is get you an appointment with us. That's not going to put you on the air. Don't worry. If you want to send your questions to us, we love those. We use those on the air. And I do tell people in seminars, I'll ask questions to the audience. And then I will make the comment, I will be talking about this on the radio later. So please tell me what you're thinking. And they love it. You know, of course, it's silly, (laughs) but we want to make sure that you are on track. Yes or no? Are you on track? That's what you're calling us for. So please don't delay. Just pick up the phone, call, text us 844-823-6387. Let's make sure everything's in order for you, your income, your social security, your healthcare, your taxes, your wills, your estates, everything concerning retirement. We have a team surrounding you. Let's talk about your retirement today. You did talk about that one man wearing the same old clothes every day. You did. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But she didn't name him. All right, here we go. 844-823-6387. 844-823-6387. That is calling in simply to get scheduled to come in and be told and not sold. In other words, this is not a sales pitch. You can also text keyword POWERFUL. 
The number to, is 844-823-6387. Uh, Christina, getting to know you, you getting to know her. She does need to get to know you, what you're bringing to the table, how you see your retirement, what kind of lifestyle you envision in your retirement. Because if you do go forward with Christina, well, that gives you her a head start on working with you as a wealth preservationist and a decumulation specialist in your retirement, because it is a custom approach. 844-823-6387, 844-823-6387. Coming up, Christina with listener questions. She's got the answers on your powerful legacy radio. It is your powerful legacy radio with Christina Ping Kepperling. Christina in Central Kentucky. Christina with offices in Lexington and Louisville. You catch her on there and you hear her on the radio uh, every weekend, but also on TV, ABC 36, Saturdays at 10 a.m. and 7 p.m. Christina is the CEO of the firm Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. We talk retirement here, and Christina answers retirement-related questions from listeners every week on this show. We have one from Cynthiana asking this. I would plan to retire this year. I'm 65 right now. Aside from inflation, should I be concerned about retiring during a recession? And what specifically can I do to best position myself as I head into retirement? What? This is a recession? Yes, it is. Everybody is talking about this. I know that on the MSM mainstream media, Mm -hmm. it says that we're not in a recession. They're changing the definition. They did that about a year ago because we had two quarters of negative growth. We did. We have not pulled out of that. We're nowhere near it. So trying to change something, saying what it is, I mean, (laughs) a spade is a spade. You probably feel the recession. Are you concerned about retiring during a recession? You should be. But if you have everything in order, absolutely not. Let's inflation and recession proof your retirement strategy. Then you won't have to worry about it. So what specifically can you do to position yourself as you head into retirement? Number one, have a Sherpa have a guide, have a professional that is there for you to make sure that you are hitting all of these milestones that you need to hit on time with the right amount of money and that you will not run out of money in your retirement. That's number one. That's how you should get ahead and mm-hmm. be in the best position. Yeah. Uh, and then because you want to, I mean, every little blip on the radar, you don't want to think, oh, I need to hold off on my retirement. It's like they used to tell me, if you wait till you can have kids, you'll never have kids, you know, until you can afford kids. <laughs> I've heard that from so many people. Yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious. I mean, the best thing to do is get strategies together to be able to weather these storms and hopefully temporary. Uh, from Lawrenceburg, I just retired with a pension and a TSP, a thrift savings plan. We still have some earned income, which I'm throwing into a Roth to pay for our two children to go to college in a few years. I'm pretty late to the Roth game, and at this point, all my retirement money is taxable. So in four years, when I need $30,000 for tuition, would I be better off taking from my taxable retirement and letting the Roth continue to grow tax-free? I just want to make sure I do this right. Okay, so first off, I can see that your number one concern is taxes. I cannot tell how old you are. So that's actually going to be the magic number right there. So I'm going to throw a couple things out there. If you're under 59 and a half years old, and it sounds like you could be, and you're going to pull income out of that taxable retirement, 
no, I don't think that's a good idea. So maybe for the Roth is going to be best. You're limited on your contributions to Roth, but you're not limited on conversions. So maybe converting some over to Roth and letting that grow and then having that money later. You can only pull back your principal contributions in that first five years without being penalized if you're under 59 and a half years old. So we've got to make sure and mind all of those rules of Roth. Looking to pay for college in a few years I think maybe having a conversation with your children, you're not responsible for paying for their education and their choice. They're an adult by then. I know that's not the popular decision, but education is not for everybody. I've got some very successful young ones that are going to trade schools and starting their own businesses. And, you know, I've got one that went to massage school. I've got one that went to a a tech school for HVAC. They're not paying those hefty college tuitions and they're done in a year and a half, two years. And they're running businesses making six figures right out of the gate. So it's not always best. And I don't I don't think that that's something that you should be planning on. I personally did not pay for my children's college. Yes, um, my youngest one's still in college right this moment, but I'm letting them make that choice. No one paid for mine. I had to get scholarships Mm -hmm. and grants based on my grades. I was not given anything. And I think that that gives you a better start in adulthood when you're not expecting that to be paid for. And maybe you need to be on a budget. Maybe that dream university and dream experience, that's a dream unless you can afford to pay for it yourself or you scholarship into it. So again, I know that's not a popular opinion. And that's totally fine. Again, it's an opinion. You do what's best for you and your household. But the ones who are not paying for their kids' college because they're taken away from their retirement plans, they're actually happier when they don't. And their kids are more grateful because when you earn something, you respect it a lot more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm all about helping, but not doing everything. I mean, that's just oh, my no personal I thing. I helped my children. Yeah, I helped yeah. them pay for their car insurance and their phone. I helped them. Not all of it. I made them pay for half. Right. Yeah. And I helped them have a place to live because both of them lived at home through college instead of paying to live in a tiny little dormitory. Sure. So they lived at home, went to local college and community college and university. And, you know, they had food in their belly. And I would help them with gas money once in a while. But otherwise, I made them work during college. It's not mm-hmm. going to hurt them. No, my daughter work. works. She's working two jobs now. <laughs> Heavens, yes. Uh, yeah, she's working too. She loves to save, though. She got that gene from somebody else, not me. Uh, I, I love do- it when you talk about her that way, Dave. She sounds just so phenomenal. I mean, I love this. You don't hear a lot of the young ones that are the savers. Yeah, so I really love hearing about it. Um, my brother-in-law, I said, "Wow, she works," and he says, well, "What? Do you, that's all she ever saw was her parents working all the time." Of course, she works. Uh, all right, from Louisville, uh, I'm 56 and my wife is 52. We hope to retire in seven years. The majority of our retirement savings are in my wife's 401k. When we first set it up over 30 years ago, no one explained any Roth options to us. But to be fair, we didn't really look into them. Last fall, I put some into Roth after Roth after-tax deductions, but it's an 8% pre-tax and only 4% post-tax contribution. Did I blow it by making this move? I don't really understand what that what is, what are they saying there? Um, this question's a little odd. I mean cuz it's clearly a gentleman saying he's 56 and his wife is 52 and the majority of the retirement savings are in his wife's 401k. So Mm. he's saying that he contributed. So anyway, you can both contribute to Roth and you can both put into Roth 401k that is available and the match is available within the Secure Act 2.0 for your employer contribution plan. So 
I don't think there's ever a bad time to start putting some money into Roth. And in all fairness, be kind to yourself. 30 years ago, most people didn't even have Roth available. So it's totally fine. And most people didn't know about it. So um, just take advantage of whatever's available for you. I think maximizing those contributions is going to be what's best. And that's about all I can give you today. Yeah. Okay. Well, here we go. And let me just mention Christina's number because uh, we've got another question coming up. But if you would like to schedule with Christina, things are resonating, you're hearing. Or as Christina said earlier, she's had people already retired saying, I listened to you and I don't have that in place. Oh, well, then why not schedule with her? 844-823-6387. You can also text keyword POWERFUL. 844-823-6387. This one's from Somerset. I have about $450 left over every month. Currently, I'm a stay-at-home mom of three, and my husband's income and 401k make up the only retirement savings we currently have. I'd like to save some money and put it to work for me. What are the options for someone in my position? So I do not know how old you are, but being you're a stay-at-home mom of three... You probably are in your 20s, 30s, or maybe even 40s. So I'm going to assume that you're still young. A tax code 7702 might be something that we could do for you. A little bit of Roth IRA and even a traditional IRA. So you've got a few options on there that we could look into. Um, I think that maximizing your husband's 401k is going to be a really good idea. And then maybe having some Roth available inside of that if it is and see what we can do to just maximize all of your retirement savings all over. Can she, because he, uh, she, he has earned income, uh, she that allows then her as his spouse to con, to contribute to an IRA. Is that right? Is that how that works? Absolutely. You do have okay. to have that earned income on there. So let's just say, and she could actually take it for both. You know, So let's say he's only putting into 401k mm-hmm. and you're maxed out at that $6,500. Well, you can do both spouses at $6,500. So $13,000 a year into your IRA, as long as your spouse is earning. Who do you think has the harder job there? (laughs) I've got to go with her, a stay-at-home mom of three. (laughs) I'm not really Uh, sure. I had to do all of it because I was a single mom. So I worked and took care of the uh, home and took care of my kids, you know, when they were not in school. So it was a lot. Had a lot of of hats on during that time. Yeah. It, it sounds like it. Man, oh, man. Uh, well, here we go. Your chance to schedule with Christina. Uh, Christina, how many did you open on your schedule this week? So we opened 10 times this week. Yes. And again, folks, you can drop the word powerful in a text to that number, that 844-823-6387, or just give it a call. All this is going to do is get you set up for an appointment. It's not going to put you on the air. So give us a call. Let's set up your appointment. Our staff will reach out to you the next business day, send you an email, confirm your appointment day and time, and give you a list of documents that we recommend that you bring to make the most of our time together. Let's find out. Are you on track? Yes or no for your retirement, how and when you want it to be. Exactly. Uh, Get a good sense of that. Talk about you. Talk about strategies. Christina will have questions for you, too, uh, based on the assets you bring in and also based on how you see your retirement, how you want to live in your retirement. So 10 opportunities here and some left to schedule because she she can't open her schedule wide open. And she knows that everybody deserves the amount of time that's best for them in getting together. And and so Christina can learn about you. She's not going to rush anybody through. 
because she overbooked. 844-823-6387, 844-823-6387. You can call or you can text keyword powerful, 844-823-6387. You mentioned Chapter 5 or better said Stop 5 on your book uh, in your book, uh, The Retirement Train. So just in about a minute's time we have here left, it is the Oasis Around the Bend. And I like you. You've got Sharon Stone's quote in there. It's not like 50 is the new 30. It's like 50 is the new chapter. And that is entering that financial red zone. Absolutely. I think that when we're having the conversation about what is going to be the age of retirement, I'm hearing more and more people say that they feel younger than ever or their minds are younger. I'm actually going to kick this to another level for just a second. Dave, I know how old we are. Mm -hmm. So here it is. Okay. Could you run around with a crowd that is in their 20s and keep up with them right now? No. <laughs> no. no. No way. What about their 30s? Uh, getting closer, but no. <laughs> getting closer. Okay. Yeah. So when I'm having that conversation about how timing of things come along, and we're talking about what is the new what? Okay. So for retirement, I'm going to modify the book just a little bit here. I think for retirement that 68 is the new 65. Okay. I was hearing more and more people that were saying, I'm retiring at 65. You know, that's when I get Medicare. It's good. I, I, I'll have my social security, my savings, everything's fine. I'm hearing more people that are working just a few years longer. I've heard the age 68 is a retirement age. Gosh, Dave, that's probably 65 to 70% of people are giving me that number. That's I'm quite phenomenal. not surprised actually with given longevity and everything. Uh, inflation, yeah. longevity, well, that, the what market. We talked about, sure. Yeah, um, so people are staying a little bit longer. They want to work longer. And people also did not work during COVID. So I'm hearing more people say they want to work a little bit longer because they were out for sense. a little while with yeah. COVID. Well, I mean, and that's another question Christine will have for you is like, let's get your retirement target date and work towards that. So again, to schedule with Christina, uh, 844-823-6387 or text powerful 844-823-6387. We'll see you next week right here on the radio with your powerful legacy radio. advisory services offered through powerful legacy insurance and financial services christina ping and her guests provide general information not individually targeted personalized advice and are not liable for the usage of information discussed exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles this information should also not be considered tax or legal advice individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax legal accounting or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation past performance is not a guarantee of future results Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. By contacting Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.